Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. NC State lost the NC State-Syracuse game last night, and that was a must-win game for the NC State Wolfpack. Now they have one lifeline. There's just one last-ditch effort. They can win the ACC tournament, punch their ticket to the NCAA tournament. If not, their season is a disappointment. And and I don't think anyone even within that program would disagree because when you play for NC State, when you coach for NC State, when you are a part of that, that state basketball program, you understand that the expectation is NCAA tournament every year. That's why when the Kevin Keats tenure is brought up, one of the only numbers I bring up, I don't bring up win-loss percentage, I don't bring up home versus away, I don't bring up uh, anything, really. The only thing I bring up, two out of seven. Right? It's an NCAA tournament appearing expectation. And without that, it's, it's, it's going to be tough. Right? You're going to look back on this season as a shoulda, woulda, coulda. You're going to look back on this season on what if MJ Rice were healthy. You're going to look back on this season on what if they figured out their rotation. You're going to look back on this season as a lot of things. But if they don't win that ACC tournament, which is part of the beauty of college basketball, is that you know, I guess until next year, everybody gets a chance in the tournament to go write their Cinderella story. The reason why I say until next year is Next year, there's going to be 18 teams in the league. Only 15 are going to make the ACC tournament. So three of them, quite literally, won't get their their Cinderella opportunity in the uh, in the ACC tourney. Now let's look at last night's game, though, right? How did it happen? A must-win game. We've seen NC State react a few times this year where their backs are all the way against the wall, and they found a way to make it happen. They found a way to win, most recently against against Clemson in their last game. So why did it not happen? against Syracuse why when they made their rush up the the second half and tried to come back why did it fall short you might say it's bad luck you might say Chris Bell who averages 12 points per game put up 26 in the first half yeah dude was lights out yesterday I mean is that bad luck you might say Kadir Copeland had 25 points and he didn't even start he's a bench player that is 26 points and a half from a guy that averages 12 in in a game and 25 off the bench. You could argue that 51 points of bad luck. And he averages Copeland, what, I think eight and a half points per game coming into the game? Both of them do have a little streaky history. Yeah. Just like a couple weeks ago, Chris Bell had 30 in a game, but he didn't have 26 and a half. And then there's a, there's a bad call at the end, right? I, I thought that DJ Horn got fouled. You could say it's bad luck. But there was enough self-inflicted wounds by the NC State Wolfpack that if you actually say it's bad luck, you're kind of ignoring a lot of things, right? If the first thing you say is, goodness gracious, what bad luck that is. Bell and Copeland were on fire. What are you going to do about that? Then you, you, you should have started somewhere else. Well, actually, 
You should have started it all. The start was a big part of the problem. Kevin Keats, head coach, with frustration after the game. You know, maybe I have to change my speech uh, at the beginning of the game because it didn't work. My speech at halftime worked, but my beginning of the game speech didn't work. I am I'm frustrated because of the fact that our start. I love our guys, and we're we're playing hard, and we're doing everything we're supposed to. We were in the mix, and we were right there where we needed to be, and it, it's just not acceptable from where I sit to have the start that we have, that we had tonight, and that's, that, that won't sit well with me. How in that game do you not start well? How? That, that type of game struck me as like, if Chris Bell hits another three, I'm going to have to foul out before he hits another. Like, there's, just, it's not going to happen again. It's, it's every once in a while in, in football you see it, right? A wide receiver catches like four passes on the first, the, the first drive. The second drive, the defensive coordinator is like, put six guys on him, right? Anybody but him. How did you not have an anybody but him moment with Chris Bell? Or just one person saying, either I'm going to get called for the foul or he's not going to, like, or it's one or the other, right? I'm going to get called for the foul or I'm going to stop him. I'm, I'm going to be physical with him. I'm going to deny, deny, deny. Well, I don't think he scored in the second half. He True. finished with 26. Now, 26 granted, in the first half. Yeah, I know. But here's the thing. Judah Mintz had zero in the first half and a 15 in the second half. And then he got every call. There was some he of that also. A lot of calls. Other than DJ Horn, NC State shot one for nine from three. This is a team that needs spacing. They crave spacing. They need shooters. One of nine other than DJ Horn. Actually, let's just go ahead and say this. Most of my criticisms of NC State are going to come with the same caveat. Other than DJ Horn. Most of my criticisms are going to come with a big old DJ, sorry, uh, you're not included in this. <laughs> Even though it's a team sport and he is, eh, right? They turned the ball over 10 times. They only forced 11 turnovers. This was a team at different points in the season was best in the country at protecting the basketball. Turnover margin was something that they did and do traditionally at an elite level. 10 turnovers given up, 11 turnovers forced. When that's part of your identity, it's going to be really tough to overcome. 11 and 11, I, I gave him too much credit. They tied in points in the paint, 34 apiece. They tied in points. I went into the game yesterday like, this might be a DJ Burns game. Syracuse doesn't have the height. Their, their seven top guys that play uh, big minutes are all 6'8 or under. Could it be Diara uh, catching lobs? Could it be Middlebrooks with his ferociousness? Could it be DJ Burns and the footwork? Could it be – well, it turns out Syracuse was just as good against you. And then the rolls. And I'm not talking about butter. I'm not talking about getting on a roll. I'm not talking about everybody makes a run, everybody makes a roll. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about the roles of this team and how impossible it must be to get into a rhythm. Jaden Taylor played a ton yesterday. After systematically over the previous week or two, having his, minim his minutes minimized, he played a bunch. Michael O'Connell, starting about a month ago, has been playing a ton. He could start poorly uh, over the last few weeks, and he would have the opportunity to play through it by staying on the court. He was going to get his 34, 35 minutes. He didn't play much yesterday. The like, How do you know what's, what's going to happen? How? 
Kevin Keats on putting themselves in a bad spot in that game. Very, very disappointing loss. And um, I think that's frustration on my end. And the frustration comes be for, uh, because of the first half. Like, you know, we're, we've been a really good defensive team the entire year. And to give up 55 points in the first half is just not acceptable. That's not NC State basketball. That's not what we're about. Um, I don't want a moral victory. Uh, I don't want us. Obviously, you can look at second half, and we played a great, you know, basketball half. But do you? We should never put ourselves in that situation where we start the game, and we don't understand scout reports, and we give up eight threes to one guy, and we have to go in at halftime down 15. We don't understand scouting reports, and we give up eight threes to one guy. Yeah. Not understanding the scouting report is one thing. After he made four is another. Yeah. It's like during a timeout, the guys. <laughs> Once he hits four of them, you don't have to sit around and go, I'm still not going to guard him. I understand scouting report didn't say he's lights out. I'm like, well, he hit five of them. So today, treat him as a shooter. DJ Horn is a monster. I do want to give a little love there. 32 points. He was awesome. 11 to 20 shooting, 6 of 8 from 3. And that doesn't even tell the full the full story of some of the difficulty on some of those shots. Um, you know, I, I give I give DJ Horn a lot of credit. And um, his, role, his role on the team is a tough one. This is his only year at NC State. He's a local guy. Two years at Illinois State. Two years at, what was it, Arizona mm-hmm. State. Then, then he shows up at NC State. He's big on state schools. <laughs> Uh, if it doesn't if it doesn't have state in it, no shot. It came down to Michigan State or NC State. Um, it's it's a shame that they never put together the chemistry to allow a thirty point thirty two point game in, in a in a must win to to matter more. You know what I mean? I wanted I wanted that to hit. I wanted that to hit in a big way for him. I want heck that that foul that wasn't called. I just wanted the shot to go in. I, I wanted him to be the hero because it felt like he deserved to. Thank you for listening to the Best of the Drive podcast. I'm Tim Donnelly here with Coach Pete Deruda, America's wealth coach and best-selling author. Coach, one of the big questions I always hear is, do I have enough money to retire? Well, maybe, maybe not. The most important thing is you have lifetime income you can never outlive. We'll design that plan for the next 10 people to call. No cost or obligation. Put yourself in control of retirement. Call 800-691-3215. You can also text Tim to 600-700. That's T-I-M to 600-700. You'll hear from Coach Pete and the Capital Financial advisory group you tell him stalling this isn't going to be a fun conversation it never is anything else we have to remind the people about uh youtube follow us on youtube 99.9 the fan leave comments please subscribe leave comments even on Uh, this segment right here hey uh if it's raining out use your wipers it's safe lights on like on the sunniest of days i'm just i'm I'm stalling it's not going to be a fun conversation uh, when you when you declare something a must win and everybody agrees, it's a must win game. If you lose, you're not going to uh, be able to have an at large NCAA tournament. You're going to have to win the ACC tournament. It's a massive game. It's a must win game. And then the team loses. You have to have the follow up conversation. It's time to discuss how NC State got to where they are and how that impacts their future. Yesterday they lost to uh, Syracuse. They tried to storm back, but their start put them in too big of a hole. That first half put them in in too much of a deficiency. Here's Kevin Keats, their head coach, on the frustration over that start. You know, maybe I have to change my speech uh, at the beginning of the game because it didn't work. My speech at halftime worked. 
but my beginning of the game speech didn't work. I am I'm frustrated because of the fact that our start. I love our guys, and we're we're playing hard and we're doing everything we're supposed to. We were in the mix, and we were right there where we needed to be, and it, it's just not acceptable from where I sit to have the start that we have that we had tonight, and that's, that that won't sit well with me. The start did him in. And, and you know, in a bigger picture, that game may have done them in for the season. If they win the ACC tournament, they'll go to the NCAA tourney. If they don't, they won't. And I think you have to look at how this team was put together. I think this, this season is a product of kind of being transfer you. Last year it worked, but, but there's a little lightning in a bottle sort of element there, right? The DJ Burns emerging halfway mm-hmm. through a season and the energy rising and no one knew how to handle the big fella. And, and, and I don't know if you can bank on that every year. And Terquavion Smith was recruited. Was in true, the second year. Here, true, true. DJ Horn is awesome. DJ Horn scored 32 points yesterday. DJ Horn has been on a scoring tail, tear that is really – I mean, it's – you know, you go to some of the the – the best players in the country, and you you bring up their best scoring tears of the season, and, and they're comparable, if not worse than, what DJ Horn is putting together. I think he was a wild success out of the transfer portal. If he were the final piece needed to complete a team that had chemistry, was built already, had grown together, cared about each other, it'd be great, right? That's, to me, what the transfer portal is for. Right, The transfer portal is, hey, this team has all the opportunity, all the potential in the world. They've put in the work. They just, they're just they missing a shooter. You go get DJ Horn. Or, or they're missing a big. You go get a big. They're missing a defender on the perimeter. You can go grab that. Like That's, to me, what the portal is for. And, and I have to admit, on paper, I, I, was, I was befuddled by it. Uh, with NC State this year. You go back early, right at the beginning of the season, you can probably find a few quotes of me talking about this team saying, man, look at look at all this talent they brought in. And you add it to the talent from last year. And, and you know, we've all been video gamified. We talk about uh, um, college football, the video game is coming back, right? We don't have to worry about chemistry when we're putting together our team in, in college football video games, college basketball video games. We just go get whoever has... 99 shooting and put him next to the guy that has 99 ball handling and we got a backcourt. That's not how it works in real life. I should correct myself. It does work that way for some teams in real life. If you have the name, image, and likeness money support to go out and just just go get the best players in the transfer portal, then, yeah, it does kind of work like that, right? Hunter Dickinson making seven figures out of the transfer portal going from Michigan to Arizona. Hunter Dickinson would have worked probably anywhere. And if you would have picked him up and airdropped him into the NC State roster, they probably would have had a much better season. But unless you are are shopping in that aisle, right, and the, unless you walk into the store and they escort you to the back room where there's the real high-priced items – Rather than no, thank you. I'm just browsing. If you don't go to the the the, the top shelf, it's going to be really tough to be good on a year to year basis. You might strike lightning in a bottle occasionally, but if you're a program like NC State whose expectation is not 
hey, every four years we're going to have a good team. Every five years we're going to have a good team. If your expectation is we're going to make the, the NCAA tournament, you know, most years, if not all years, then I think you have to look at the way you're building your roster. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. If you're going to hit the portal a ton, try to grab sophomores. I think MJ Rice would have been a good one, right? And who knows what his future holds, but he if if you know, went to Kansas, transfers to state, he would have had years to be a part of this program. I think Casey Morsell was a good one. Cuz Casey Morsell didn't show up from Virginia and go, "Yeah, I'm here for a year." He showed up and said, "I want to build something here." He started a bunch of games for NC State. You need more of that. Because let me ask you this. And I'm just spitballing here, right? I'm I'm just inferring. I'm looking at at, at uh, you know, clues. What are you doing if you're Dennis Parker Jr. in modern college basketball? You impressed a lot. Like if you were to put together a Dennis Parker Jr. highlight tape, it's going to be impressive. He's good. His his uh, huddle uh, uh, highlight tape, right? His max preps highlight tape online is going to be good. But guess what else happened? Second half of the season, his minutes have just shrunk. He could be a very, very attractive guy for a whole bunch of programs, and he is somebody that did commit to NC State and and does have years to grow and could be a building block and is a 6'6 wing that if he develops a jumper, watch the heck out. Would you hang around after having your minutes slashed as the season went along? So you can make sure there were enough enough minutes for Michael O'Connell and DJ Horn and these guys that showed up like 10 minutes ago and are going to be gone 20 minutes from now. They're in a really tough situation based on not making the NCAA tournament tonight or this year. So, you know, there is the caveat, right? Go in the ACC tournament and – then play this clip and and I'll eat crow right but but if that doesn't happen if you don't go on that Cinderella run I think you have to look at how this team was assembled if Kevin Keats is back he can't lean so heavily on upperclassmen transfers unless you're cool with some years it's going to click some years it's going to work some years it's not but I think of like mid-major programs are that way but they do it the opposite right they used to at least right they hit a good recruiting class they play him a ton as freshmen. They get better. They play him a ton as sophomores. They get better. They play him a ton as juniors. They get better than senior year. You know, we read their name on our brackets and go, <laughs> can't pick them, and and then put someone else over the top, right? If you're a MEAC school, it's something along those lines. And then every four years you're there because you do the same as soon as those guys graduate with the next class. State is not a team that should be on that timeline. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, 
you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.